Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Community Conversations. I'm your host, Roger Colton. Well, town meeting is right around the corner here in Belmont, and we are going to go through town meet what's going to be presented to town meeting this year and talk about the issues that town meeting will uh, discuss. Town meeting is effectively Belmont's uh, local legislature, and in uh, an effort to explain the issues that will be presented and talk about uh, uh, what's at stake, we have brought in uh, Franklin Tucker today with the Belmontonian. Welcome, Franklin, and thanks for coming over to talk with us. Oh, I, I love coming over and talking about uh, town government anytime. Franklin is the editor and publisher of the Belmontonian, which is Belmont's local online news source. Uh, before we start talking about uh, town meeting, uh, someday we're going to have you over enough times that I'll stop <laughs> feeling compelled to introduce the Belmontonian. But can you tell our listeners uh, uh, what the Belmontonian is? Uh, just as you, as you described it, it's an online uh, media source for everything about Belmont, whether it's uh, town meeting or new businesses or th what's happening in the sports fields. Uh, <laughs> so um, anything you want to know about Belmont is pretty much in the Belmontonian. And stuff going on uh, that will affect every Belmont resident will be cons uh, considered by town meeting in the, the next couple of weeks. So. That's that's right. We're going to be uh, it's our annual town meeting. Separate uh, it's uh, separated into two parts. In May, we talk about more of the uh, administrative uh, workings of the town, and in June, we talk. Uh, we will there will be discussions and votes on the budget. Let's uh, just start at the top and go through one by one and see how quickly uh, we make it through. Or, <laughs> or how, not how quickly, but how far we make it through before the, the clock runs out on oh, us. Okay. The, uh, uh, the first proposal that I wanted to talk about was a proposal to reduce the speed limits in Belmont uh, to 25 miles per hour. That's right. Uh, and um, I, I think, um, uh, well, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, Joel Solomon. Uh, asked at a warrant committee um, uh, uh, meeting, a preview of the uh, town meeting uh, that occurred on Monday. Uh, is this a, a, a solution looking for a problem? <laughs> uh, I think um, uh, what the police chief, uh, uh, Mr. McLaughlin, uh, Chief McLaughlin, has, is advising is that the slower the, 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 the rate of speed um, in Belmont, along with the uh, uh, it will be uh, you'll, um, uh, a lot of uh, studies have shown that, uh, that this will uh, will um, uh, make less accidents and and even if there is accidents, it's at a lower speed, so people will not be hurt. And you have to realize is that uh, this is part of like of the uh, government. Uh, the governor signed a bill uh, uh, last year that al that allows towns to do this. And uh, what we're seeing is, is that a lot of um, uh, adjacent towns have uh, adopted the 25-mile speed limit. Uh, Arlington does it on May 1st. Uh, Somerville, Cambridge, uh, many other towns are doing it. So you'll have a regional—it's almost like a regional approach to this. So if you have 25-mile-an-hour speed limit going all the way from, you know, top of Arlington all the way to Somerville, including Belmont, speed limits—speed uh, will be less, and, and you'll have less—there's uh, a less likelihood of— um, of, of accidents. Uh, just talking to people, I mean, I think this is one of those things that, uh, one of those articles that will pass pretty easily. And my impression is that this doesn't affect 
the the roads such as I live on, the the little <laughs> Warwick roads where people are uh, required to duck between the cars parked on either side. This really will slow traffic down on Concord Ave and on Common Street and Trapella Road, places I, I, like that. Uh, the chief uh, stated that there was only really three places, uh, three stretches of road um, uh, that will not be affected because there, it's, it, it, it really uh, looks at thickly settled areas. And um, I, I guess there's uh, portions of roads such as uh, Winter that goes from uh, the, the Arlington line or Route 2 to uh, Concord Avenue and uh, Long Mill Street. You know, uh, those are the areas that that will have a uh, that will have a higher speed limit. But other than that, now there's uh, everything in Belmont is pretty much under this uh, thickly settled settled um, areas. So to to some people in Belmont should be expecting to uh, drive more slowly here uh, after town meeting. Well, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the big issues to come before town meeting this year is what's called the demolition delay bylaw. There is a proposal to extend it and to change it in some ways. Oh well, it's, it's more of an updating of of the law. I mean, they, they've de- they've. Uh, um, uh, the historic, the historic um, um, district commission, the historic district commission, uh, which is uh, proposing this, will uh, it basically it's an updating of of, of the homes that are, uh, have some real stature, and it will allow um, uh, the the um, well, if you're trying, if you're going to demolish one of these uh, um, uh, buildings, you know, structures. Um, uh, there's an automatic delay, and um, they, they, it's basically a way of trying to negotiate whether you could, you could save the, the building or not. It, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a pretty straightforward process. Uh, most towns, uh, uh, just like the speed limit, most towns around here um, have a similar law. Um, has it, has it uh, produced anything? Um, uh, has it produced um, uh, um, a greater um, Ability for uh, people to uh, not <laughs> destroy historic buildings. I don't know. It's uh, a yeah. well. One of the places where I think the historic district commission felt that it didn't work was with the I don't remember the the address on Waverly Street, uh, 122 Waverly mm-hmm. Street, uh, where there was the barn. There was a barn in yes. the home, That's- and the existing uh, historic dis- uh, the existing. Demolition, Demolition delay, de- yeah. delay by law required a six-month delay, and the belief there was that the developer was intent on tearing those structures down, waited out the six months, and and did indeed tear down those historic structures and build uh, big multifamily housing. That's right. That's that as as some people would say, that's the flaw in the um, uh, demolition delay. Um, um, uh, bylaw, which is uh, you just basically have to w- wait out the time period. Um, it's not like uh, some laws in in Europe, as you see, you know, in England, where they can. There's a demolition delay. You know, you, you just can't do it. You know, you there are substantive do, requirements. Right, exactly. Uh, that's not so much here. I think there was a lot. Uh, it, it was a lot of compromise making the demolition delay uh, bylaw and. Um, it's it's basically a way of trying to help people realize that these are historic um, uh, structures and maybe not try to destroy them. <laughs> and with the the uh, demolition delay bylaw that will be before town meeting uh, this year will extend the delay 
period from six months to, to 12 months. That's right, to a year, which is yeah. more in line with, with other communities throughout the, uh, commu- throughout the region. And the, the, again, the intent there is simply to allow preservationists to meet with the, uh, with the developer to try to figure out a way to preserve uh, these historic homes. That's right. And I think, you know, they're hopeful that in, in, in some future um, um, I don't know, conflict or some future, future sale, there could be a, a compromise maybe just to save a, a certain portion or maybe the exterior of a building, you know, to keep the historic, you know, to keep the historic um, flavor, you know. Or maybe even save the building itself, finding resources um, uh, that maybe the, the new homeowner doesn't know of. Uh, that seems to be what they're trying to do. But, you know, if, if somebody sees a house in, in Belmont and wants to, you know, knock it down and make a $3 million house on top of it, it's, uh, they'll, they'll probably wait out the, uh, they'll probably wait the year. Well, and to make clear to our, our listeners, the demolition delay bylaw doesn't apply to any home, there is a list of historically significant homes, and the list is maybe 180. It's, I think. it's a little higher. I think some uh, there's been something uh, as with like we were talking about earlier. It's an updating of of the list of of historic homes. Some have been taken off. Some have been put on. Uh, and um, like you said, it's a, it's a it's a smaller list than it's a very small list in, in comparing uh, what what other ho- the the total number of homes are in Belmont. So to try to to summarize, my impression of the demolition delay by law is that people talk about preserving the character uh, of Belmont, and part of the character of Belmont is that we have some old homes that are historically significant. Uh, architecturally si- significant or maybe even just uh, who lived there. Um, you know, no one wants to try to tear down the Homer house. <laughs> and, and in order to try to preserve uh, one part of the character mm-hmm. of Belmont, we're, uh, we, I say mm-hmm. we, the we is, we as a community, are seeking to preserve those uh, those architecturally, uh, historically significant structures. That's what the demolition delay by law is about. That's right. You, 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 there's only so many uh, McMansions you can look at in Belmont and <laughs> <laughs> before you just go, like, let's get out of here. The, okay, so there is a, uh, uh, a sign by law that's going to be presented uh, uh, to town meeting, and I saw in the town meeting package that the sign by law had a report that consisted of three or four uh, pages explaining <laughs> what was going on. And I have to say, I couldn't understand whether there was anything significant going on there. Uh, again, uh, when, uh, when uh, at last week or, or, or earlier this week, we had um, the, the town had a, um, uh, a preview of town meeting in which the illegal women voters and the Warren Committee um, um, uh, basically uh, invited the pe- uh, invited the public to talk about uh, the f- the first segment of, of town meeting, um, and there was a great explanation um, about the sign bylaw. And basically, we're just codifying it. You know, we're just making you know there's there's certain there's certain little tweakings of what it was done, but basically, we're, what we're doing again, we're following a, a trend here. Uh, is that we're basically just following what other towns around us are, have been doing. Uh, I think it's it's just that they, uh, I guess the planning board, which is supporting this, which is promoting this uh, article, 
they felt that there was it was time to to really just um, make it more um, in in the books in the bylaw uh, something that uh, people can read and 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 not be confused by. And one of the things that I noticed, for example, I, there really could be a, an improvement in the quality of life uh, mm-hmm. of people. However, I noticed that uh, uh, one of the requirements under the new bylaw is that signs be lighted only by white light; that they can't be lighted by. We don't uh, want Las co- Vegas and <laughs> Belmont, <laughs> right? And the, there is a ban on flashing, mm-hmm. uh, flashing lights. There's a so. few. There's a few um, uh, 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 businesses that you would uh, expect that would have to uh, change uh, their um, uh, their lighting. But again, it, it's this is uh, more preventative than it is. This is what, the, what basically a planning board wants to be is proactive. They don't want. Uh, let's say we have a, a major building project in Waverly Square, and we have a lot new. We have a lot of new businesses. We want to have that sign law ready to go, so we don't see a big. You know, so people sign. know what they're go- getting into. Exactly, it's more as 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 the planning board said. We they just wanted to codify it, make it just clearer. You know, so like some things that were um, being proposed are already on the books. You know, like the uh, the size of a sign or or, or you know the, an awning. You know, they basically wanted just to make sure that everybody understands the limits. And they did close, or they are proposing to close one loophole, uh, or what I considered <laughs> a loophole. Uh, involving temporary signs, exactly. Where yeah. they the proposal is to apply the sign regulations to temporary signs, so someone can't say uh, like a contractor who has it outside the house, or or or, or, or there is a, a consideration that this this also is a, a, a consideration about uh, uh, political signs. You know, our annual. Uh, sign that will go up in, in your yard um, promoting somebody's uh, <laughs> candidacy. Well, since you raised that, let, let it, me... There is a... There, that, that, that is the one uh, maybe flying the ointment in this. And may you you may see a little bit of uh, pushback by uh, town meeting members. We, 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 do, we, we know that there are people who who are considering this like a freedom of speech issue. And I believe that, that uh, our town council has already um, um, looked through this but it still will, will rancor some people, I would think. And let me take the, the political signs one step further and mm-hmm. talk about a, a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> you, you haven't heard this before, frankly. Okay. But uh, it seems to me that just in the last couple of years, and I'm not sure whether it's two years or five years, there has been a proliferation of the signboard signs, at, for example, in Cushing Square, mm-hmm in a long Concord Ave, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, at least in Cushing Square, which I go through on a daily basis, it, it seems as those signboards make it difficult to see mm-hmm. uh, at times. But this sign bylaw would not extend to, uh, to that because they're not signs associated with the business. Exactly. I mean, most of those signs that you're talking about are for nonprofits. It's school or, 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 or um, um, you know, an event that's happening. They're very limited in their view. Or, you know, one of the big placard signs that we see is a vote. <laughs> vote on vote, Monday. <laughs> vote on Monday, yes, from, from 7 to 8. Right, exactly. Yes. Belmont votes today. Exactly. Well, one... Uh, one article that uh, is going to be before town meeting is uh, to impose a temporary moratorium on marijuana dispensaries. Mm-hmm. And my impression is that 
This is simply reacting to the state, which has slowed down the process at the state level, and therefore the town doesn't need to move as quickly. But ultimately, the town of Belmont, like every other place, will need to adopt marijuana regulations. That's right. It, it, this is we are f- simply following what the um, what the um, the state is doing. We don't. Uh, I, I believe it is six months. The moratorium will be exp- extended to. I believe it's what June thirtieth of uh, twenty eighteen. But before that time, uh, we uh, the town will have to decide um, whether it wants to opt out um, of um, of uh, allowing marijuana to be sold in town. I don't know if that's uh, that's something that people want. I mean, it, it, the the uh, actual um, um, question actually passed pretty substantially in Belmont. Uh, I think it was sixty forty or something like that. And I think the Board of Health has indicated that they uh, the Board of Health is responsible for promulgating uh, local regulations, and they have. Well, said, it'll be Planning Board and the Board of Health. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, the Board of Health, anyway, has said that that they will honor the voters of Belmont that voted in favor of legalizing marijuana. So uh, they will allow marijuana dispensaries somewhere. That's right, and then it'll be up to the planning board to decide. You know, just like any like like a liquor. Many people are pointing out that this that we should follow what the liquor laws are in, in town, where you can uh, buy retail uh, alcohol. You know, a certain a certain uh, yardage away from a school, and, a, and you know, it has to have a certain signage against signage. But it, 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 we will now have a, a much longer period of time to really think this out and um, and decide. The art to summarize the article uh, regarding marijuana dispensaries. Uh, doesn't resolve the issue. It simply kicks the issue. Uh, and that sounds pejorative, and I don't mean it to. <laughs> but it delays consideration of the issue. But the delay is really because the process at the state has slowed down. So Belmont is in step with the state in the, in when the state acts uh, and the town knows the, the rules of the game, if you will. Exactly. The, the town will be able to act as well. That's right. That's my impression of this article. No, no, that's 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 exactly what it is. So this article shouldn't be. Oh, uh, it's not not non-controversial at all. It's basically we're just following what the state is doing, and it allows us more. It, in fact, it's better for Belmont because it allows more time to really think out, have a really thoughtful uh, process, and figure out where you want to put it. Or again, whether we opt out, which uh, towns and uh, cities can do, uh, that would require, I believe, as a. Uh, um, our town uh, council was talking about whether that will require an actual vote uh, of the of the town people or or town meeting vote. So, but I, again, I don't think you know that that's that will be decided uh, later on. Let's move on then. Okay. Uh, if uh, uh, the marijuana dispensaries, uh, the delay anyway, uh, won't be controversial. The the next article uh, very well might be controversial, and the next article has to do with the use of Belmont's Community Preservation Act funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The Community Preservation Act, well, why don't I ask you to give uh, <laughs> a, uh, a background on the, the CPA, what's called CPA, well, Community CPA, Preservation. Oh, that's the uh, Community Preservation Act. But now, because of that passed, I believe it was in 2014, um, uh, Paul Samuelson, um, uh, Solomon, a um, uh, former selectman, um, uh, requested that uh, we pass a, a CPA, 
and now we have a community preservation committee. Um, um, and yeah. what, what basically it takes a, a portion of the of the real estate tax and uh, puts it into a, a separate fund, which will then preserve three, three, three things, and that's uh, it promotes uh, re- um, historic uh, preservation, historic preservation, recreation, open space, right, and and housing and ha- community and housing. housing, such as affordable housing or helping yes. affordable housing. Yes. And there are specific projects then that are presented to town meeting. The projects go through basically what is a competitive process with this uh, the CPA committee. That's right. The, the CPA basically you have this uh, you have this funding from a re- real estate tax, um, a portion of the real estate tax or sale, it's a real estate sale, um, and then the state also ponies up uh, maybe thirty percent, forty percent of that of, of your of the budget, and, and it comes out to about one point three to two million dollars a year that's available in the pot. Now, um, and we how, don't have to spend that all every year. Oh no, year. You, you don't have to spend it at all. You know, you can go a year without spending it. And it basically what it is, like as you said, it's a very competitive um, process. And what 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 in Belmont, what it is, is that people or the or um, the board of selectmen or a governmental agency. Will ask for that money for 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 very specific um, uh, causes uh, like recreation. Uh, we're fixing up the tennis courts, you know. And one of uh, my impressions is that well, it's not simply my impression, but as I remember, the capital budget committee last year told town meeting. I believe the chair of the capital budget committee said Anne Marie Mahoney. Anne Marie Mahoney said that uh, one advantage of the CPA is that it will fund projects that would never, ever uh, get high enough in the list of priorities to make it into the regular capital budget. Exactly. I mean, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a great little source for uh, people who want to do specific things. Um, uh, the capital budget uh, committee has a lot on their, uh, on their, uh, in their menu. Uh, uh, I mean, everything from trying to figure out how and when uh, to uh, 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 fix and renovate uh, uh, specific town mi- b- uh, buildings, such as the uh, police station or the DPW. Um, so y- this is a perfect for the sm- uh, what some people would call smaller projects, such as running a, a water line uh, to um, uh, uh, Rock Meadow um, Gardens. You know, thing uh, or 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 fixing the the the, the wiring at um, uh, uh, affordable housing areas in in town. So let's go through a, a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't we should, spend we a start l- with the the sons of Italy. <laughs> the uh, uh, yes, the, the sons of Italy. There is a proposal to spend money for historic artifact uh, preservation for the uh, uh, the sons of Italy. That's going to be the one that really. I think a lot of people have been asking, uh, why are we doing this? It seems like it's a private organization. How does it really, um, uh, how is it really part of Belmont? Uh, you know, is it's not like the pool, which was funded by the CPA, or it's not fun. It's not like the Veterans Memorial uh, Project, which is you know, which will be funded a little bit by that, by the CPC. You know, how does this really work for Belmont? And then, you know, what we're hearing is that, uh, well, the Sons of Italy, you know, will have, will, will, we will be do, we'll be paying for the, the, this um, uh, record keeping update, basically, you know, making sure that these historic, uh, historic, um, uh, historic preservation uh, of their records um, is done. And what they will do is then they'll make it a moving or a mobile uh, historic. Uh, um, 
uh, you know, they'll be presenting this across the state and, and through Belmont, and, and and in a way, they're also going to help uh, promote uh, this, the 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 speaking of the Italian language in, in Belmont schools. All to so, the tune of twenty four thousand dollars. Exactly, that's a that's a lot of money. And then there are a couple of recreation projects. We have the the Grove Street tennis courts, mm-hmm. the the PQ playground, and the Grove Street playground. All are getting monies through the CPA. And it's something that we see uh, on an annual basis. You know, the, the tennis courts. Uh, that that is something that the town has been asked uh, has been asking for, and we and uh, the re, and just basically, you know, making sure that the tennis courts are all functioning and are in good shape. So it's it's not that those are not unusual not unusual requests and they've been pa- and they passed pretty easily uh, in the past. Uh, one proposal before the board of selectmen uh, that where there is some change going on is that there was originally a proposal to expand the board of selectmen from three members to five members and my understanding now is to. Uh, defer that to a study committee. Oh, I get. Of course. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was going to be a very controversial one, and I think a, a lot of it has to do with how the uh, the original uh, um, uh, petition was uh, written and how what it was proposing. Basically, it was uh, uh, proposed by Jim Williams, who is the chairman of the board of selectmen, and he wanted to be more f- efficient. He believes that because of the open meeting laws, you know, you have to have you you can't really discuss. Um, um, uh, town uh, politi- uh, uh, town policy or any kind of uh, town um, issues at issues, all. Issues at when all. you have three we, members of the board of selectmen, you can't. You know, no but, two of them can talk with that, each other. That's right, because it, that would be an open meeting violation. Violation of the open meeting law. And basically, what he said is that, well, this is inefficient. Let's go to five, and then we can have uh, two people talk, and then uh, you're not in violation. And then those two people can talk to the two other people in the board of selectmen. And it it was just basically saying, yeah, this this open meeting law, (laughs) it's 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 a pain. Let's get rid of it. You know, let's let's circumvent it. And what I've been hearing from a a lot of people who followed uh, government, it's it's basically an issue of. Do you want to be more efficient? But if you if you want to be more efficient, basically what Jim Williams was saying is that you have to be less transparent because right. you're going to then have people making I don't want to say deals, but you'll have people talking about policy and talking about town issues without uh, the without, TV camera, right? without without a TV camera, without uh, uh, p- uh, the public knowing about it. And, and you know we've seen this in the past, you know, especially with um, maybe 20 years ago with the uh, school committee. In a, where a lot of side deals were being done to hire people, and and, 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 and it was just a, it was basically one of the reasons why, you know, one of the reasons why uh, people were so upset about Belmont for a long time was because we were, there was a, a lot of, like, backroom deals. Yes, yes. Okay, and I want to, we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. Let me skip uh, uh, to the welcoming town designation, mm-hmm. uh, another citizen's petition. That's right, by... Uh, Ann by, Mann. by Ann Mann, very well-known uh, realtor and activist. Uh, um, and uh, she basically is asking um, – well, this has uh, two things. Her first petition, uh, citizen's petition, followed a lot what was Arlington, what Arlington was doing. And that was ask, uh, basically saying we're, we're, an open, we're an open and loving community. We don't believe that we should be – targeting any group, uh, and specifically um, um, uh, people who may have a questionable uh, immigration status. And My impression, however, is that uh, 
Chief of Police uh, McLaughlin has indicated that uh, the the police department here in Belmont doesn't do what the welcoming uh, community designation is seeking is asking them not to do. Basically, what we had is that, that we had two um, versions of this uh, petition. The first one was was more we expect our police department to do this. And then the police department said, "Hey, Anne, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about this." And 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 they had a, a very good meeting, and and they rewrote some of the par- parts of of the uh, uh, citizens' petition to where it is now, uh, where the police department. Well, it's not promoting it. That they they basically will come to town meeting and say they are not opposed to anything that was being said. It's more of a suggestion. It's more of a, an affirmation of what the community and what the police is already doing. But if 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 a yeah, as Chief McLaughlin was talking about if a, if a person of questionable um, legal status here in this country is stopped at a, at, a, at a traffic stop, the Belmont police will not ask him his status and they will basically give him, a, you know, if he earns a ticket, he has a ticket, but it's just because of the traffic and he, they won't go that second step and ask for his um, as for his um, is status. It, is it fair to believe that this citizen's petition is and again, I don't mean to sound pejorative, but uh, almost a symbolic uh, community response to the anti-immigration dialogue uh, that's occurring at the federal level. Uh, um, uh, Ms. Mann has said that um, while she doesn't want this to be a political issue, um, she just wants this to be more of a welcoming. She said, "Of, of course, it is. <laughs> you know, it's, it's basically saying oh, we would." We want to make sure that the people in our community feel welcome to be here. They're, they're not, they, they don't have to worry about the local police coming and knocking on their door or stopping them at a red light, you know, and targeting them. That's basically what it is. It is a, it's a symbolic, but it's also just an affirmation of what this of our community, community values. Right, exactly. Well, we're out of time. There no, are, how did this happen? <laughs> there are other articles that will be... Uh, before town meeting, the, the town budget will come before town meeting uh, in June, and perhaps we could get you back before then to uh, to talk about the town budget. There's yeah, always can, interesting stuff. We can talk about the town budget, and we can also uh, do a little bit of uh, post-game uh, <laughs> analysis <laughs> of, of what town meeting is basically done. That's great. We've been talking to Franklin Tucker. Uh, Franklin is the editor and publisher of the Belmontonian, The Belmontonian is Belmont's local online source of what I call micro-news. It is Belmont— Hyper-local. Hyper-local. Belmont-specific news. Uh, Thanks again for coming over. It's always great fun to to have you here. Hopefully our listeners will have a better idea of what is uh, on the agenda for town meeting starting next week. Sounds great. Thank you very much, Roger. Uh, I want to uh, thank our listeners for tuning in today. You can access Community Conversations online at the Belmont Media Center website by searching for the BMC Podcast Network, and you can download us from iTunes by searching for the BMC Podcast Network. This is your host, Roger Colton. Thank you for listening to Community Conversations. I'll talk to you again in two weeks.